A forest fire rages in Canada today on the world. I'm Marco Werman. An oil-rich city in Canada is battling a massive forest fire. A local fire chief says the city's a charred mess and all residents have been evacuated. It's been the worst day of my career. And the, the people here are, are, are devastated. Plus, Doctors Without Borders says hospitals in war zones must be protected from attacks. We want countries to make sure that they would prevent attacks on a hospital, on patient, on healthcare worker. That's what it's all about for me. And a chef remembers the unlikely start to her culinary career. I grew up in a house where nobody cooked. Those stories plus a look at Iran's tech startup scene today on The World. Glad you could make it today. There's oil, and then there's tough oil. Oil that is in places that are tough to get to or tough to extract it from. But oil prices are low, and that's been changing all sorts of calculations, from startups in Iran to piracy on the high seas. There's not as much money to be made from selling stolen oil, and that's caused a shift towards a kidnapping for ransom model. We go first, though, to Canada's capital of tough oil, where wildfires have been raging. Fort McMurray in northern Alberta. Entire neighborhoods have burned, forcing tens of thousands to abandon their homes. One woman there said it felt like the apocalypse. Fort McMurray Fire Chief Darby Allen said yesterday was the worst day of his career. We're still fighting this blaze, and it's nasty. It's a nasty, ugly fire, and it is not showing any forgiveness. We are under currently a mandatory evacuation for the entire area of Fort McMurray. So far, there's been no damage reported to Canada's oil sands industry located north of the city, but it is a completely different scene in Fort McMurray, which is where I caught up with reporter Brianna Carson-Smith. From where we are right now, we can't see any fire. Uh, It's a big change from yesterday when we were evacuating from the city. We were driving south around midnight and could still see huge flames from the highway, even off in the distance. But today we can't see any flames, but that's quite typical for a morning uh, at a wildfire. Uh, Usually the humidity dampens it quite a bit. So we are expecting that it would pick up again when the heat comes up again and the the winds come up and and stoke this fire. So as far as we understand, it is still very much uh, out of control. So how massive has the firefighting effort been? Like what kind of equipment and personnel are they putting on this wildfire? everything in the province that they can get here. As of yesterday, they had about 100 firefighters on the ground fighting this fire until it came out of control. And that's when they sort of pulled the plug and said, anyone who can get here needs to get here. And we were driving south on the highway out of town, getting to safety, and dozens and dozens of fire trucks from other municipalities were driving north into the fire to help. And they truly are coming from all over the province, uh, far and wide, and bringing whatever resources they can. They're there is a large group of fire crews fighting this place. Brianna, you've been uh, regularly posting tweets about what you're seeing. Uh, for example, the entire city is just covered in white smoke. We can't see very far in any direction. Let me ask you about a couple of them. Eighty percent of homes have been lost in Beacon Hill. We have yet to see the 20 percent. We're actually sitting in Beacon Hill right now as we speak, and I, it's, I don't even have words for it. It's flattened. Like There are foundations and nothing else. Very little. We've seen burned out trucks, um, strange, odd things like a, like a bookcase that's still standing. And it's just such an eerie, eerie thing to see. Um, basically, people's lives up flames, ashes 
everywhere. And, and as far as the eye can see, I'm truly not lying when I say we can't see that 20% from where we are. Uh, we see that 80%. There is nothing standing in Beacon Hill where we are. Here's another one. You write, a man just gave us eyewash, water, and upgraded our masks. Even when you think you're alone, you're not. That gentleman was so kind because we had uh, mm. face masks yesterday that were cotton and uh, they just soak up the smoke uh, and they were, seemed very ineffective this morning. So the random stranger just popped by and said, you know, here, have these. And truly, if we felt alone because there, there's no one else here, it seems like. And then suddenly when you need something, someone shows up. It's really heartwarming. Here's another tweet, uh, final one. We just talked to the woman from the house on the right. She's devastated but says it's just a house. Uh, Brianna, is everyone yeah, like her? Yeah, we were driving uh, <laughs> down the highway and we looked over and uh, saw these backyards where you could see into the back of the house through their backyards. Uh, fire wow. had just uh, engulfed the back of these houses. And then the camera guy was shooting this. He goes, there's someone in there. So we went and looked and uh, sure enough, the, the couple who's from the home uh, was in